Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and it's September 7th, 2020, the date that in 1963, head coach Al Davis registered his first win for the Oakland Raiders. After making their league-mandated cuts to 53 players on Saturday, Sunday afternoon general manager Mike Mayock addressed the media to break it all down. And when Double M talks, we listen. Lego! When the dust settled Saturday night and the Raiders had rostered their initial 53 players, the biggest talking point on social media and on TV didn't surround a surprise player who did make the squad, but instead focused on one player who did not. In this case, rookie running back Lynn Bowden Jr. Selected in the third round of this year's NFL Draft, the former Kentucky Wildcat never got a chance to suit up for the Silver and Black as he was traded to the Miami Dolphins Saturday in exchange for a fourth-round pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, a move that caught many fans of the Raiders just a bit off guard. A player who, on paper it seemed anyway, checked all types of boxes for head coach John Gruden and Mayock, will now make his NFL debut this Sunday against the New England Patriots, not the Carolina Panthers as we all expected when the holiday weekend began. But the paperwork has been filed, Bowden is on his way to South Florida, and Mayock and the rest of the silver and black are now looking forward, focused solely on the running backs that they currently have on the roster. Uh, well, let me make a couple of points. Number one, it was a football decision only. And uh, character off the field, the kid did absolutely nothing wrong. We did all our homework on the kid off the field. Um, he worked his tail off. He came to work every day. So this was completely a football decision, had nothing to do with anything else. Um, quite frankly, I think the position change is a difficult one in any year, but it's exaggerated in a COVID year with no off season. So you're taking a kid that was a slot receiver in 18, a quarterback in 19, and asking them to play running back in 20. And uh, really the only other thing I'm gonna say about it is, you know, that it was my call. Um, we, he, he was not able to play today at the level expected. And because of that, we felt like we had to make a move. And again, it's 100% on me. While the team did ultimately say goodbye to one of the members of this year's draft class over the weekend, the youth movement is still alive and well here in Las Vegas. With Henry Ruggs III and Brian Edwards expected to play a big role out wide on offense, and Trayvon Mullen and Damon Arnett locking things down defensively, not to mention the bevy of other first and second year players that Gruden and company will depend on in 2020, this year's edition of the Silver and Black no doubt features a good core of veteran players, but unquestionably has its fair share of youthful exuberance as well. And in terms of rookies that will make their NFL debuts now in less than a week, the Raiders GM will have a keen eye focused on how the youngest players on the roster respond to their moment under the proverbial lights in Carolina. It's, uh, how, do they compete? Is it too big for them? What happens when the lights hit? Uh, and, and I think what you want to see is just business as usual. And, you know, you don't want rookies to go out and think they have to win the game by themselves. Just go out and do what, what God gave you with the gifts that you have, uh, obviously honed by what the coaches have taught you, and just go out and be you. And 
really more than anything, and it's what John and I stress and we have since day one, just go out and compete. Compete your tails off. That's what we ask from our rookies. Another move that the Raiders made, albeit not on Saturday, that seemed to be good fodder for discussion was the decision to part ways with defensive back Demarius Randall. Originally signed by the team in April to help steady a relatively young Raiders secondary, the former Arizona State Sun Devil was ultimately told that his services were no longer needed by the team. And while a 30-second look at the situation might cause someone to ask what Randall did wrong, in this instance, it was what another player on the team did right. Because as a wise man once told me, don't ever sleep on Eric Harris. I think it was more about what Eric Harris did than anything else. And I think we sometimes overlook how valuable a player Eric Harris is. And uh, we thought Demarius Randall would come in and compete with Eric for that spot, ultimately uh, across from John Abram. And at the end of the day, Demarius was not able to compete every day. He wasn't out here every day uh, through no fault of his own. But the more you look at Eric Harris, the more you look at he, he's, a, he's a glue guy, not only for the entire team, but specifically in, at the back end. He gets people lined up. He's the best communicator we have back there. And uh, he's one of our top special teams players. So when you look at Eric Harris, I think a lot of times – he gets underrated. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. And uh, I think every year he's had a challenge with people coming in trying to take his job. And uh, he's just consistent, smart, tough, and uh, he will be a very difficult guy to supplant. Thinking back to a year ago and looking at where the Raiders were then compared to now, the Silver and Black unquestionably have more talent from 1-53 to than they did at this point in 2019. And while the work is never done, and it remains to be seen just how dynamic the 2020 Las Vegas Raiders will be in their first year in the desert, Mayock has noticed that the group is better in a few very important areas. First of all, as far as the overall roster view, um, I think one of our goals in the offseason, and we talked about it with you guys, was we had to get faster and more dynamic on both sides of the ball. And we hope we've done that. And, and obviously with no preseason games or or any kind of inter-squad scrimmages with other teams, we're not going to know till next Sunday. Uh, but we feel like we've gotten faster and a little bit more dynamic. The Raiders are back in the building today for practice before the players enjoy a day off Tuesday, and then they will officially get into their game week preparations for their season debut against the Carolina Panthers. Happy game week, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and thanks for listening to The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Touchdown, Las Vegas. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians, but we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.